Hey man, welcome to Chits Out of Touch, and I am Chits. Here's the thing, man. Uh, last week was absolute trash. Just going back over last week's podcast, uh, uh, it kind of sucked. It really kind of sucked. So I'm starting something different, I guess. Uh, different from last week, at least. I'm going to be calling people, having some interesting conversations, because I kind of suck by myself. I mean, it's okay to do that, to suck by yourself, but, you know. Yeah, so I'm going to have a couple of Skype calls this week, or at least today. I'm going to be talking to West Side, Oxid West Side Kausai. Uh, sorry, Side Kusai. My bad. Yo, bro, I'm sorry I messed up your surname. But, yeah, if you don't know... This is my producer, baddest producer in Cape Town, in my books. <laughs> and man is creative, man is, he, I love having conversations with this guy. He's, his mind is just so open, always learn something, you know, always build on my own conversation. Uh, and my own knowledge, always build on my own knowledge um, after talking to him. So, I hope you enjoy this. I know I definitely will. Yeah, this is a Skype thing. Pick up on me. Hey, yo, fam. Okay. Hey. Hey, how you doing, fam? <laughs> Hey, audio quality is actually quite nice. I know, right? Like Skype is Skype is pretty. It's pretty crisp, man. Well, yeah. That's uh, shout out, shout out to the money. <laughs> exactly, shout out to the money, man. Microsoft is doing the things. Oh, wait, is it still Microsoft or is Facebook now? Hey, bruh. I have no idea. Research that sometime in the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's literally just a couple taps away. And oh wait, are you are you using it on your phone? Yeah, I'm using it on my phone. Dude, how sick does the new Skype app look? Looks pretty nice, actually. It's like very modern, very like you know. Um, yeah, man. It's, it's quite a it's quite a lovely. Huh? They're literally trying to flex because I mean, there's a million messaging apps and like exactly. online phone call apps. They, 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 they need to separate themselves by looking better. Exactly, exactly. I mean, personally, personally, if enough of my contacts had Skype, I don't think I would use any other messaging app because it's got everything. Oh, you can text, you can send GIFs, you can, you can, um, yeah, you can do all sorts of things. You can you can video call, you can call call, and the quality is pretty dope. Like, yeah, I think the main thing that changed um, its reputation uh, back in the day was okay. Um, one, it didn't capitalize on the change in market. It literally took a while for it to get to here to be this good on the mobile phone platform. But aside yeah. from that, what really hit it was like the whole privacy thing. I mean. If you actually see how many rights you have to waiver by downloading 
Skype on uh, Google Play Store. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty annoying. So yeah, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. The privacy thing. That's a real thing. Um, although it's a little like, uh, it's a little like the one benefit is that you don't necessarily need a cell phone number to have. Yeah, yeah. Unlike WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that is a very, very cool thing. Yeah. I mean, you can literally sign up with any, anything, almost anything. Yeah. And, and also like the whole Skype credit thing. It's boss, dude. Like, it's really dope. Oh, yeah. It's like call landlines and stuff. Yeah, you can call landlines. And I think in Canada, you can call cell phones. That's my... Dude, I just realized how much of an ad we just, like... I know, right? It's like... It's, man, they should sponsor us. Hey, let me... Let me hit up some emails, G. Like, I'll send them... I'll send them... <laughs> Did you realize that that was like a three minute ad for Skype right there? Legit, legit, legit. Uh, That's mad. I think okay. Just I'm just putting this out there. If you want to sponsor me doing these podcasts, I think you can see the style which I'm going to promote you. You can see, okay. Skype is pro bono. I mean. Pro bono life, dude. Yeah. I'm actually just literally looking up. Um, yeah, it is owned by Microsoft right now. It was bought from eBay. Um, oh, okay. And funny enough, what I just messaged, uh, mentioned about the whole uh, surveillance thing, yeah, 2013 mass surveillance disclosures revealed that uh, Skype grants permission to. Um, Intelligence agencies unfettered, uh, yeah, 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 oh, etc. Et et so, full disclosure, okay. So, the CIA, FBI, Interpol they could they could potentially be, lis- be listening to us right now and stuff, De- definitely. I mean, but this is a podcast, so everybody's listening to us. Oh yeah, true, true. I mean, it's just, but like, they get like the pre-release. They they get like the, you know. Yeah, they actually get they actually get the access before they they, they get the premium access. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shit, dude. I need to I, I need to send them like a bill. I should be like, yo, you guys should support me on Patreon. Yeah, dude. www. Patreon. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that you should definitely do that. Yeah, I mean, I've got a Patreon. I got a Patreon account. You know. Oh, shout out. Yeah, so See, this is the thing about living in Europe that, that, that is good, that I really hate about living in Africa is that setting up all those accounts, Patreon, etc., etc., is incredibly annoying in Africa. Mm, mm. Like like the, the ease at which you can open up those accounts. Yeah, dude, like the whole yeah. monopoly FNB has on PayPal and all that. Oh, yeah. It's annoying. Like, unreal. That's so real. Because, yeah, like, I literally just... Uh, one night, I was just thinking to myself, you know what, like, for the content that I'm planning on producing in the future, I might as well set this up. And initially, I thought, okay, it might be a bit difficult, but it was really quick, man. It was really quick. Set up my Patreon account um, and set up a Payoneer account. So, Payoneer, what they do is they pretty much allow... Uh, people if you're gonna get paid from anywhere in the world uh, the money comes into your pioneer account and then they send you a card it's like a bank card like a mastercard card and you can use it anywhere 
What? Yeah, you so mean, I don't actually use that card. As... Yeah, because I don't, I don't actually have to have a bank account yet. Like here. Yeah. So they they low key like a bank. They keep the. Yeah, low key like the funds. Yeah, they like they work through other things and like you get paid out. So you just you just use your money from your card. You just go withdraw from the bank and all that. Like it's so. It's so simple and easy. But you can you can withdraw from the bank with that Payoneer and stuff. Yeah, because here yeah, they've got like ATMs which are not linked to banks. Any you know? bank? Yeah, they're not linked to a specific okay. bank. It's just like bank or match. So it's like if Mastercard had like a bunch of just ATMs. Oh my god! Yeah, and so it's like this is a reserve bank. To first, firstly, let's these guys do that. Is Payoneer its own thing besides Mastercard and Visa, or does it work through Mastercard? It works Visa? through. It works through Mastercard. So they okay. will provide you the actual card. They facilitate for someone paying you. Okay. You know, so you, okay. you say I that want that, to. That, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Mastercard and Visa and all of those card American Express, they have like the card. The credit card sort of market locked up. Um, second question: What are the bank fees of this pioneer thing? Okay, so like how? Yeah, every time every time I receive money, I get charged two dollars. Okay, just two dollars. Yeah, I get charged two dollars. Flat rate. Um. Yeah. The the. Blah. The withdrawal charges and stuff, I haven't really checked. Um, and for swiping, I haven't necessarily, I know, I haven't really checked. I mean, they'll probably be more inflated than it would be if you're using an actual bank that's based in the country that you're using it in. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I imagine. Like, for me, this is so convenient. You know, because I left, I left Cape Town and... I my bank like I I closed down my bank account, but then I still need like yeah, you would have had to. yeah I still need a way to like get money from from my Spotify and iTunes plays. I still need a way to get money. Ah yeah, I still need a way to get money from things that I produce. Like if you're gonna support me on Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, continue the plug, bro. Yeah, man, I agree. You kind of have to, kind of have to. But yeah, so it's it's some pretty it's it's pretty simple stuff, man. Hey, finish like, your link, though. Sorry. Finish the link. I don't think I let you finish the link. Sorry. Oh no 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 no! It was it, it was done. Uh, if you don't know how to spell oh, Patreon, okay. if you're listening, you don't know how to spell Patreon. It's P A T R. E O N and then dot com forward slash chits, which is C H Y T S. Yeah, yeah, support the man. Oh, yeah, along those lines of links, just quickly side note why isn't your SoundCloud just chits? Why is it still Chitsy Jamar? Oh, they wouldn't let me change it, fam. Like, I couldn't change that original name. What? Yeah, For like real? I couldn't. Like I, I tried. Maybe I just, I didn't like think through it properly. Maybe I didn't actually like go through it properly. But last time I tried to change it, I couldn't. And I was just like, you know what? I guess I'll have to bear the shame of having added, having added Chama to my rap name when I was like much younger. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, you know, when you're young, you just want to show how much information you, you, you hold in your brain. So you just like give everything up. Yeah, exactly. Plus, do you know how the trauma thing came about? Enlighten us. Enlighten your your listeners. Okay, so the trauma thing was um, I, when I was in high school. There was this show, Running with the Rebs. I'm sure you. Okay. Yeah, and like I'm, I'm it's like dance it. group, South African dance group. I mean, dude, I was in Zimbabwe, but uh, I loved watching Vuzu. I'm not sure. I'm did it have a different name at the time? I can't remember. But uh, I've also been around for a long time. Yeah, I mean, but I'm, now I remember there was it's a, been around. Was pretty young back then, but yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was still called Buzu then, or it had a different name, or you know, like anyway. Uh, it was on Buzu, and and yeah, so there's this guy who called himself Chama Chama, right? Oh. He was like a swagger boy, you know, ultimate fuck boy, light skin nigga. And I don't know, man. I was like this, you know. I can't say I'm a dark nigga, but I go, I'm like, you know, I'm not light skin. You know what I mean? But I just like the, I like the homie swag, man. Like, yo, I like the homie swag. Like, he was cool. So I decided, nah, I'm gonna add it, like Chitsy Chama. And it stuck, man. Like, it stuck a little bit for a little bit. But yeah, I mean that was that was high school, man. That was that was another story. Okay, yeah, man. That's interesting. I mean, I mean, we all do that where we like kind of reference people that inspired us in our names. I did it a lot of times back in the day, but then, uh, yeah. Mm. yeah, I mean, with the OC boys stuff and with the, the King of Orange, the King of Orange juice was like the first time I. I I kind of came up with a name that wasn't referencing someone else. Yeah, but the King of Orange Juice is dope, fam. That's why I like it. Like, I guess, maybe because it's so original. Yeah, it was was pretty random. Because before that, yeah, I had a lot of... I um, I don't know if you know Del the Funky Homo Sempien. No, no. He's like one of the rappers that was like featured in the first Gorillaz album. Like obviously, it doesn't say his name in the in the song title, but like yeah, he's like one of the old school guys from you know how you um you told me about passing passing me by by far side yeah 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 and I told I know that so don't worry I know I've downloaded the video already <laughs> like yeah. there was a period in my life as when I came up with the King of the Orange Juice name like just before that I went through everything all the nineties. Rap like I I I I, I binge. So tell the funky homeo sapien if I'm not mistake. Okay, no, let me not even go into it because I, I I don't remember much from that time. But like he's one of those '90s rap guys. Like he was, and especially in my early teens, mm-hmm. I was big on abstract rap and like mm-hmm. you know tribal quest and all that stuff and like you know trying to be as you know abstract as possible. Kind of fed in from like my whole religious upbringing and stuff where like you know trying to stay away from like flashy flashy uh, materialistic stuff so I just yeah. be flashy in like in like my lyrical stuff uh, and I'm especially when I studied university I was still very much on that lyrical you know abstract lyrical tip mm. uh, stream of conscious stuff so yeah before I used to call myself uh, CVO the bracket or um, 
Stevio the Spinfire Apocry. Wow. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah, no, really. I mean, I still reference Spitfire Apothecary in the whole Oxy Boys thing because, like, my. I don't want to say my email now because, like, I might get spammed, but, like, yeah, my email also has something to do with fire. Basically, for most of my life, most of my rap names have something to do with fire. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, Ox Heat West, dog. Ox Heat, yeah. 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 That's, that's and true. And Spitfire, that's all, like, it all has something to do with fire. It's just been, like, this has been, like, a theme. Yeah, and, cause, oh, cause funny enough, I just realized. That. Yeah? Sorry. No, it's because you did make that fire. That fire as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, um, I, I was just going to say, because mm-hmm. I love to, you know, hold tangent now, but um, I just realized both the tape I released um, last year, which is Open Dimension, mm-hmm. uh, its initials is OD, right? And yeah, yeah. the new tape I'm dropping is called OK Death, I'm Ready for Life. I did yeah. not realize this. But both my tapes are OD. And I mean, I don't know if it's something that got implanted in my brain. But yeah, that's kind of, I just realized I'm going to run with it. it. Like, I think you should. For the foreseeable, I think for you the should. foreseeable future of Fox I'm just like, the whole OD thing is, is a thing. I mean, shout out to Isaac. Uh, my. Nigerian film guide. Oh yeah, man, that guy's cool, man. That guy's cool. Bro, when we had one of our like long discussions when we used to like do a lot of work together. Yeah. Like the whole idea of like OD was like you know like the whole term overdose, but then we just, uh, I can't remember the, the, the discussion we had, but we had like some deep two-hour discussion about it and like I was even going into why I'm calling the tape Open Dimension and yeah it's, it's, it's pretty deep but like I've chosen to strip like I've chosen to strip that away it just like people can put on whatever interpretation they want but yeah I had like a whole feel about why it's called what it's called but anyway that's kind of crazy sorry man. for the direction no no I like it though I like it I like it. I actually had a notice. I mean, I remember you showed me the cover art for Okay, Death, I'm Ready to Die some time ago. So I knew that this was coming, but it never at all registered between like all this period of time, open dimension, linking it with Okay, Death. I'm like, you know, like, dude, just that's that's kind of crazy. I think you should run with it. But I mean, also, if it keeps coming organically, because I mean, it's come organically twice. Yeah, right? yeah, obviously. So, yeah. yeah, that's the thing though. Like, the fact that I didn't think about it, but it came organically, was like a big sell. I mean, I don't want to like mm. push it now to make it all like cheesy and stuff. But yeah, yeah it, yeah, it came mean, surprisingly organically. Like I even changed the URL links for my previous mixes because before on SoundCloud I had it like all spelled out. Now I just have it as like you know set slash od one. Just me, like so I was like, yes, finally something that I can shortcut it to. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. G. Hmm? That's quite lovely. Yo, fam. You know when you um um and um, when you mentioned Isaac, right? Yeah. You know, I remember. I remember that time uh when we were working on his short, on 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 his student film. And yeah. Dude, that was a pretty that was a pretty interesting day, man, because. That day, 
I was going through like some mad relationship problems. I don't know if you remember this, man. Like, you know, I, I kind of broke that. up with I a girl. I broke up. Things. Huh? I said I kind of remember most things. Yeah, yeah. I broke up with a girl, man, and then we went to the studio. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I remember that, and we just went in, Didn't man. We have, like, Didn't we have like a full productive day? Yeah, we had like a whole productive, like, you know, spent most of the day filming, spent the rest of it just like rapping. And, and, um, that's when Tiago pulled through. Yeah, Tiago pulled through with Jabba. Yeah. Shout out to Jabba, man. Like, the man's can really rap every day. I've been listening to Dangers of Keisha. Every day, bro. Every day, bro. Yeah, every day. That man keeps me, like... He forces me to... You should to, keep you on it. Yeah. You should keep you on your toes. He's good. Yeah, he's good, man. He's you good. You and him are pretty close. That's the thing, man. You, like, you and him are pretty close, woo! dude. Let me, keep... but let me just say this. God damn. Let me just say this. Yeah. You two are pretty close, but there are very few people really close to you guys, because... In my eyes, you guys are probably like, yeah, the best lyrical guys I know personally. Oh, thank you for saying that. But that's also, that kind of scares me as well. Like, Java's like, you fucking heady, man. <laughs> I actually just, I, um, just a few hours ago, I texted him and I asked him for the for the instrumental to Danger Zone Freestyle. I need to drop my version as well, like ASAP, like... I need to let him know that I need to let him know that like he's not alone. You guys need to let each other know. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like you know you're like both like gladiators and you're fighting for the most kills. Like you're not going at each other. Maybe not yet, but like (laughs) we're fighting for the most kills, man. Yeah, no, I mean it's good. It's healthy. Yeah, it's healthy that you guys. I love that dude though. He's like he's really cool as well. I mean, yeah, dude, you you two are the best people I've worked with, basically. I mean, not to take away from anyone else, but (laughs) (laughs) I'll say it it on this podcast. That's pretty good. Man, don't make me blush, dude. Don't make me blush. Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of crazy. But you guys are pretty different. You guys are pretty different in the sense that. A lot of times he'll come like with a polished idea, like to me. Mm. I mean, I think it's just because half how our relationship is just like set up. Mm. But like he'll come to me with like a, like halfway polished idea, whereas with you and me, like we kind of like dig in the dirt. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mean, usually, usually have lyrics already, but like I mean, we dig we dig in the dirt. Like we like yeah, nah, this that that that. that. We kind of like feed off each other in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I hear you. Hey man, that's that's actually quite interesting. I don't want to hear about his technique though. I might I might be like, oh okay, cool. Let that's me try. why I didn't Let mention me... anything about his technique. I just say he's pretty good. At what no, he does. I like that guy. Uh, soon, um, we should do like some sort of collabo. I mean, I haven't spoken to him about this explicitly. <laughs> so yeah, this yeah. is consider this my initial uh, seed dropping. Like, yeah, like I'm just I'm just I'm just dropping a bone real quick. Like, yo, Java. Um, I want to feed off your energy, fam. Like, I hope he's listening to this podcast. He's probably not, man. Like, dude, this podcast gets like shit, like shit viewership. Like, but it's okay though. Like, I, I, I don't, I actually, I don't, I don't mind. I enjoy doing. I enjoy like 
this i enjoy it. this is my first time doing this style but it's dope like you know actually having yeah. proper chats i haven't heard any of your other stuff but i, I can already tell that this is your best episode why not definitely <laughs> definitely <laughs> it's definitely the best episode man. hey fam i wanted to ask yeah about like yeah um since you're, you're from like islands right you're from papua new guinea you're from papua new guinea right right now you're in fiji yeah yeah um chilling in fiji yeah like i know the last time we spoke we spoke about how like fiji is currently kind of stuck in a time warp of like music but like when it comes to culture yeah when it comes to culture though like is it as kind of divisive in the sense oh, no, as no, like no, no, no. Uh, as like some really. parts of I Africa mean, it's, it's, it's a very interesting amalgam because um, I mean I speak to a lot of people who you know grew up when, here when I grew up and then you know mm. watched it grow and they're like nah it, it, it's grown with the world in the sense that you know westernization is a real thing oh, yeah. people are moving into like that sort of sphere of existence so it's it's it's, it's grown but mm. what you have to understand is the youth have grown into it but the people who grew up the way they grew up they kind of say the way they say mm. if that makes sense okay it's like I'm guessing it's like it's like if you yeah no I was just gonna say like let's say people were like 20 years old when I left yeah the music they were kind of listening to is kind of the same it's not like they try to learn what the kids are listening to. They kind of just suck to what they like. And then, you know, the kids get their new influences and they're probably going to just stick to that for, you know, most of their life. Yeah. I don't think people learn new tricks. Does that make sense? I don't know. I may be making a sweeping judgment and that's yeah. probably going to change. But, but yeah, I think that's kind of how I see it now. I hear you. In a way, though, like, it's interesting that you brought that up, that, like, whole thing of uh, people who were 20 when you were a kid, they pretty much still listen to the same stuff. Um, and, yeah. I mean, something so simple as, like, an example of music, though, kind of reflects in life. Like, a lot of people don't want to learn new tricks, and which is, which is weird to me. It's a bit strange because as you grow, right, as an individual... The world itself, number yeah. one, doesn't necessarily stay the same. You have to kind of grow as well and learn. Also, well, to be fair, not be, like because islands are insular, you don't have to grow as fast because you kind of sheltered from like the fast-paced yeah. action of, of okay. you know commodification and all that. Yeah. So the social yeah. pressure is not really there, like. No, I, I don't think so. Like, the, it, it's only when outsiders come and like bring that sort of outside mentality of like you know New York fast-paced capitalism when that kind of infiltrates then yeah people are forced to change but other than that no people kind of stay the same way and I mean that's why um, the whole I mean people's social interactions and the way people treat each other don't really change because it's like there's no need to because there's no real pressure from the outside world to be like no you need to be more um I don't know, PC or whatever, like, PC culture is not a thing here. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, yeah, you can call people gay to their face or whatever. Like, <laughs> I guess, but I mean, if you're, like, but like, you know, 
I guess like but if you're but if you're gay, you're gay. You know what I mean? Like it's not I mean it depends how you say it. Yeah. Right? It's like it's, Yeah, yeah. It always depends how you say it. But like I mean you one thing I noticed is people mm. can really say things with like an aggressive tone, but like the interpretation is always like people if you're aggressive to a person mm-hmm. to an extent, they won't they won't react back. If you get what I mean? Okay, okay. They'll be like, ah. Whereas I think like in the city or something you might like like bump shoulders with someone and it's it's okay, but like if you shout like at them like ah then they'll probably shout back at you nah and like it'll escalate in a way. Whereas here, like you can if you bump into someone it's probably like, Come on, why are you bumping into me? But if you like shouting at them, depending on who they are, but like they can kind of mitigate like their reaction to it, they'll they won't like go all out back at you like uh do I really have a point to go back at you? sort of thing that's just my observation I might be like totally wrong but yeah that's what I see hmm that's mad interesting uh like cause I mean obviously when I picture the islands when I any island really I just kind of picture these like semi-utopias where people are they, they're um I don't want to say complacent because that is that uh, assumes yeah, like sort of a connotation too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got connotations of like laziness. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, like, but they but they lay back. Like in terms of like their life philosophies. You know what I mean? Like it's not like it, there's you know. So, in, like how people would have no PC culture. That's you know that's. I mean, I guess also um, a lot of like my view on islands is like influenced by kind of like a fetishized version of them like people who go there for a short period of time mm. kind of have their epiphanies and life experiences you know and then yeah, yeah. come back to wherever they come from and then it's like yo we should just chill like like you know like these people and we should just kind of be more like these people and we should just kind of be more like these people yeah what you mean yeah. yeah and i feel I'll like what I, hmm? no i was gonna say like i feel like a lot of the times the actual principle that those people live by gets lost in translation yeah 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 i i kind of agree with that one thing um i'd say to this is that um actually a good friend of mine was was like live grew up in the islands but then like moved around um, they said something interesting to me when I was like, oh yeah, this is what happens, whatever. But then they were like, isn't that like the same everywhere though? And I was like, hmm, that's, that's a good point. Like humans are kind of humans everywhere. Mm. Yeah, the environment kind of feeds into how you behave, obviously, because you react to your environment. But yeah. humans are pretty much humans everywhere. It's yeah, like, yeah. People, people will be people. <laughs> yeah, man, that's the thing. And that's the thing about biology. It's like, it's such an because biology is the history of like biological elements and as well as like our physical being like humans as just yeah. physical things you know our biology plays such a huge part i remember remember what i was telling you uh, i think we had this call like last week where uh, i was telling you about like research that these neuroscientists did and they found that like uh people who have more conservative views on life have a bigger amygdala and 
people who have yeah, more yeah, liberal views on life, like yeah, that. they've got like a larger, uh, what's it called, interior singular gyros. Those are like, yeah, it's I mean, biological. It's a feedback loop, really. Yeah. I mean, it's a feed, yeah, it's a yeah. feedback loop, really. If you use that period, period, sorry, part of your brain a lot, then obviously it's going to do that. And then, you know, over generations, because you then, from your compounded effect of having, you know, that sort of view of yeah. life, you give it to your children and then it gets compounded over, you know, generations and, you know, kind of puts people into a corner in a way. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I feel I, you. I, but the I, thing I is, I agree with I, it in the sense that that it's a compounding effect of nature. Yeah. Although I feel you like you I feel like we shouldn't be bound by that. Like, and we are not bound by that because evolution no, works no. towards what benefits us in some cases. I mean, like we've got like bad evolutionary traits, you know. Definitely, because I mean, they don't apply. You are what you do. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's you are what you do and if you keep doing something whether it's good or bad that's just kind of how your body's gonna like react I mean sometimes your body fights against it especially when you try and do something against generational programming Mm. that obviously that's the thing like if it took generations to create you a certain way obviously it's gonna take you generations to get out of that it's not just gonna be you it's like you have to be like oh this is gonna be our family motto we're gonna readjust you know over this next few generations to kind of like get back to another situation but yeah where it's like behavioral things that you maybe you were just raised into yeah you Mm. can get out of it you're not bound by it yeah dude my therapist told me something kind of scary man Right. Hey, therapy is scary, but yeah. Continue. Yeah. The dude is like, um, that's what kind of introduced me to the whole like looking at certain like schools of biology to just kind of get a grip of of understanding who and what I am, right? As opposed to just the ideological uh, standpoint. So he's like, dude, you know, um, up to about maybe sixty percent of who you are. It's just genetics. It's just shit you can't, like, you have not determined by yourself. It's just shit that no one has actually said, we want this, we want that. It's just genetics. The rest is, like, it's debatable. It could even be larger than 60%. And that that blew my mind. That blew my mind. Because it's, like, a lot of the times, right, we place a lot of emphasis on our society, Right, mm. um, and and like I guess if we look at it from like kind of like a genetic like um, by you know like a genetic point of view, right? Like you you evolve yeah. to suit your environment, and I think that definitely yeah. includes your society, right? Uh, in much smaller, yeah, yeah, simpler definitely. societies, our evolution was different to suit that, and also it evolved differently to suit. Yeah you know, the growth in, in, in that respective society and all that. And right now, as we speak, like you and I, we're evolutions of, of, of like, of a very different society that our own genetics weren't necessarily completely prepared to, to experience. Like both of us, yeah. We've 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 traveled quite a bit and we've and we've experienced different social, you know, blessed, pressures. Blessed. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's definitely yeah. a blessing. 
And so our our genetics are going to have evolved to a much different point than than what we experience now. And it may be it may be beneficial for our children if society if their society if if their genetics sorry suits their society perfectly. Or it may yeah. be detrimental if say we just have these ideological wars and everyone just goes like fucking nuts and like starts like fighting and you just have to pick a side. You have to be like pro everything or you have to be like just super conservative and you know, we're just yeah. like our kids are just stuck yeah, in just like you know, a weird middle ground. I say, I say weird middle ground is probably the Man, I'm 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 whispering because it's the middle of the night, so like I'm mispronouncing. I mispronounce when I whisper, but anyway, <laughs> um, I, I say weird middle ground is probably the best place to be. If you're feeling a little bit just like uncomfortable, that's probably a good position. When you feel too comfortable, that's kind of mm. a bit dangerous because then you you don't adapt as fast. Mm. And also, like if you're too extreme in like any sort of belief, then you kind of like you you put yourself in a corner. Like you really. You really can't maneuver if you're like stuck in a belief. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that's why religion is often revealed very abstractly. Because I realized, like looking through like comparative religions and stuff, like I realized this whole thing about you know material reductivism and like how you know scientists are trying to be like, no, we need to find the exact formula. I disagree with it totally. The moment you do that, you put yourself in a corner, really. Like, you trap yourself. That's why yeah. religion was revealed abstractly so that people mm. have so many ways to, like, live. Yeah. Because the but, moment you try and find the exact solution to life, yeah, life will probably throw you a curveball and you'll just be fucked. Yeah. And I mean, the craziest thing about that is that, like, I like what you're saying because oftentimes you get a lot of religious people trying to give you the exact answers of life, right? From this abstract text. Dangerous fundamentalism. Yeah, right? And then you have scientists, which I think the right way to do science is knowing that you will never reach that exact point, but becoming better and closer and more refined in how you will never reach that exact truth. You know what I mean? Like... You just need to be better at measuring. That's like the purpose of science is yeah. to be better. Like every technological advancement is just to be more precise. And that's the only thing you can do is just try and find precision exactly. in, in your measurement. Yeah. But science is really the study of history. And like that's that's really all it is. It's like looking over at history and be like, mm, this seems to be how things work because it happens consistently. Yeah. And then trying to predict how we can make certain things work as well. In the future, because that's yeah. how it worked in the past, yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoy that, man. I really do. Um, I definitely do. That's why I say, fuck, material reductivism. Stop. Stop. Why are you guys trying to find, you know, some sort of definitive answer? Yeah, exactly. There's no definitive... Exactly. There's no definitive... It's just... Yeah. It's falafel, bro. It's falafel. It's falafel. It's nice. Fam, you know what? I think like all knowledge is meant not to be uh, a destination, but to be to be tools that you use to take control of your life. Like for example, right? Okay. 
So, 60% of who you are is genetics, right? You are now apparently neuroscientists like have found out that... Yeah. <laughs> like, neuroscientists <laughs> have found out that, like, you don't have much of a choice. Well, you do have some choice, but you don't have that much of a choice in whether you have liberal views or uh, conservative views, right? Uh, and... But that, but that, but that, but that entails like I don't think that it's necessarily about the choice thing, right? But it's, it's, it's just about how your body functions, right? So, the idea of like people having like a larger amygdala, right? If we look at it deeply, like not deeply, but if you look at uh, the foundings that they actually found, is that if you have a larger amygdala, you your your fright or flight uh, function in your brain is larger so things t- tend to like make you like you're more skeptical of new things because um yeah cuz like you tend to fear more but not fear in the sense of like i'm so scared more of like fear and like wait okay which, yeah. which one is this flight or flight fight or flight which one are you saying makes you feel more of these things no that mechanism Oh, the, the mechanism itself. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, that mechanism in your brain, like it controls fight or, or, or flight. And the larger it is, the more you have a tendency for both fight and flight. Mm, okay. That's why you also see, you tend to see that a lot of conservative people, more conservative people, tend to like uh, be slightly more violent as well. Like, you know, more proactive in nature. You know what I mean? Like, that's why it's not, yeah, it's no, not I get what you mean. Yeah. It, it like plays on either side, like either they shut down, which is like the flight or the, yeah, like yeah, fight exactly. What they believe in. Yeah, exactly. So because of that mechanism for like fear and whatnot, they tend to hesitate a lot when it comes to new ideas and stuff. Whereas if you have a, a larger singular uh, no, so what's it called? Larger anterior cingulate gyros, which is like liberals. It's because that okay, that part of your brain is responsible for accepting new ideas and the impact of those new ideas on your decision making. Interesting. So interesting, right? So I thought to myself, like, damn, I know that I tend to have like I have fairly like liberal views on a lot of things. Right, so I have to kind of be aware of that. Just every time before I digest new information, I just kind of take it on wholeheartedly and whatnot. Because I tend to do that a lot. Like I, I did that, man. I've I've done that with a few things, man. Obviously, um, I mean, but that's the folly of youth too, because you know, yeah, true. While you're young, you just try and absorb as much so that you adapt the world and the new world. Yeah, that's why I was just about to go and say, um. What sets the benchmark for what you fight and flight against? Like, is is there some sort of biological mechanism that then sets the be- benchmark or makes you feel uncomfortable, or it, or like, is there like a period of time, like from zero to twelve, that kind of sets the benchmark of what you expect of life, and then after that, that's when fight or flight kicks in. Like, uh, how do those things work? I mean, like most people say, childhood, fam, like. I wouldn't know the exact numbers, mm. but apparently, like, your adolescent life, that's that's what sets the uh, benchmark. Okay. You know, because, I mean, in your adolescent life, 
everything was all beautiful and wonder, even if it was shitty sometimes. Mm-hmm. But that's like all you knew. Yeah. So it's like okay. Fair enough. And that's where like most childhood trauma happens anyway. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like, 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 um, using that argument, like trauma is then subjective in a way because then you know from from what people then rate as like a universal standard then anything worse than that is considered trauma and then you're like yes that's childhood trauma and then we want to like get them back to where they can you know function within wider society where everyone can kind of agree upon this is how you're supposed to act and this is how you're supposed to think yeah sort of thing yeah uh and we're back (laughs) yeah man um yeah, it's an emotional. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite emotional. <laughs> I had to stop the recording for a bit. I feel like we can be honest about that. Uh, yeah, I had to stop the recording no, for a can. bit. I mean... Yeah. We had gone on quite oh, like a... But you were gonna... Oh, no, no, I was. I thought you, you were saying something. Like... Oh, fuck. Was, was I supposed to explain? Oh, no, no, I'll explain. I mean... <laughs> there was no more space on the recording device. But anyway, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no more space yeah. on the recording device. Um, it yeah. was emotional because I was dropped bars. You know, I yeah, people, man. You know the secrets life. Yeah, actually, Everything. like legit. Said was telling us the secrets of life, man. And I'm not gonna you missed out though, because I'm like I'm hacked. <laughs> you missed out. Let me tell you why you missed out. This is kind of crazy. Um, I, t- I already told Said you missed out because I'm recording. Uh, I'm recording this episode on my tablet, which, <laughs> yeah, on my tablet, and uh, and so it ran out of space. I'm like, what the freak? So I'm looking through what's charring so much memory, and I'm like, what? This is folder. I'm like, okay, cool. I go to the folder. I find out. Oh my god! It's like, yo, you know when you you know when you hide porn like. <laughs> in folders like you know how you used to do it like in, in like uh, in like in like high school you like put, yeah nah, exactly you put like a lot of folders and I'm like I don't know why I did that but hey whatever I'm not gonna tell you how old this porn is or how young it is you know uh, <laughs> it was a formative it's, it was formative material dude yeah but the good thing is okay so you decided anyways, what you're interested uh, in yeah, I deleted that. But also, it it made me think. It made me think about um, why I decided to stop watching porn. Which is like, it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, dude. Apparently, man. I, I man. Maybe maybe it's just the stuff I've been reading. I don't know. But dude, did you know Pornhub and like most porn streaming sites are owned by one company? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Dude, actually, I, I, I know that for a fact. That most of these, yeah. these guys are the same thing. No, it's a fact. It's a real fact. It's a real fact. Um, you know what it is? They, they give you the illusion of choice. Oh, no, definitely. Very smart. Definitely. But the thing is, and I'm, the way it happened yeah? is actually really interesting. Um, there's this free okay. audio book called uh, The Butterfly Effect. Right? Uh, yeah, and it's about the butterfly effect of free streaming services, free porn streaming services. It's mad oh, wow. 
interesting G like they pretty much detail like they they'll tell you like how the whole thing started it was started by this by this dude right young homie was so intrigued by how like on the internet people would exchange links and passwords like passwords and account numbers so that they could like watch and like download porn on paying sites because yeah, that's yeah. that was like porn on the internet before. That's a real know? thing. Yeah, you needed a credit card. Otherwise, all you see is yeah. like a it's like a thumbnail, and then that's it. So for people yeah. who actually see the videos, yeah, it's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Like so, this dude is like he Same found he found this company in Canada, which had started yeah. Pornhub, which was a family company, which was like the YouTube of porn in that. Oh, wow. Yeah. in that private people would upload like either their amateur videos or videos that they've stolen yeah, from, from other places. And then they'll upload yes, it there. Okay. And what they would do is like, obviously get money from advertising and then people would have like, Send cease and desist, but I mean, what's really a cease and desist if there's like, if there's a thousand other people uploading videos at the same time for this one video? Hey, yeah, emotional industry. Exactly, and Pornhub was started by like a family. Like apparently, like the marketing director used to babysit <laughs> the CEO or some bullshit like that. Like that's how it was. Hey, oh my god! And so what this guy did, he's from Europe, from Western Europe, but like I'm forgetting which country exactly and I don't want to give like wrong facts, but he's from Europe and then he went to Canada and he bought this company from this family because they were scared that, you know, their parents are going to find out. So it's like cousins, like a bunch of cousins and like, you know, they start this porn company. But And the thing is, when this guy started, like literally going at Pornhub, he, he, him and a bunch of other like, very like nerdy dudes made algorithms that made it even better and faster to to get porn on Pornhub and more appealing. And oh my god, yeah! And so they started beating out all these other paid sites. Uh, and at the offices, the actual Pornhub offices, I'm forgetting the name of the actual company. I will try and remember it and and and, and at least like tweet it out or something. Um, but the company, the parent company for, for Pornhub owns, started, they started buying out like you porn. They started buying out all these other porn sites. Oh my God. Yeah. It's so crazy. Like, and this is, this is mad, dude. This is like some mafioso. I know. Right. And this dude is crazy. Like, and the thing is so many things have changed because of free porn. Like before when people had to pay for porn, it was still that concept within a lot of people's minds of like you pay for like you you know, you you pay the price for something, then you earn the pleasure of it. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like I mean it, yeah, it ruined, ruined a lot of women's lives, dude. I mean, I, if you think about how much they were getting paid before I mean yeah, they dude, a lot. A lot of yeah, directors really and producers that, that's the crazy thing. You should listen to the butterfly effect. It'll tell you exactly how it ruined porn stars' lives and and uh, like porn filmmakers and all that. Like it'll tell you all the things yeah. that came out as a result of that. Like you know, kind of like 
um, specialist kind of porn. So you send a com- like custom porn. So you send a custom porn company like the specifications of what you want them to record, and they'll record it. And they've recorded like some crazy <sighs> shit. Like some dude just wanted like his stamp collection destroyed. Like he would send them his uh, his stamp collection, and then he'd want like some naked girls to destroy it on tape. Wow. And that's that's the thing. So it kind of that kind of thing. And then on the other hand, it birthed just the fact that like children have so much more access to porn. Like if you think about it. And I and I started thinking yeah. about it, right? Like very, very early on when I started watching porn, right? It was it I couldn't get videos. You know what I mean? Mm. Like like Pornhub isn't that isn't that oh, old. Yeah. It's not that old. I couldn't get videos. I would get off on like pictures. Yes. Until some older so kids introduced me to Pornhub and then and like and the other sites. And then it's like what? Like, you know, like it elevates everything. And apparently millennials have a much lower like actual sex drive in the sense that we actually we don't like having sex that much anymore in general as just a demographic we get off less on actual physical intercourse how crazy that's scary yeah and it's a please hold i just need to respond to my mom real quick all right cool Yeah, food will be done by seven, don't worry. Food will be ready by seven, don't worry. Yeah, anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, let's just continue. So, yeah, um, so yeah, fam, like. We don't... Hello? Hello? Hey, yeah. Hey, man. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, people apparently... We just don't get off on, like, actual physical intercourse anymore. Apparently... Is your mom listening to you by the door or something? No, 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 no. She, <laughs> she wants me. She wants me to cook supper, which I'm gonna have to go do just now. Uh, oh, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, so I guess there's a cap to this conversation at some point. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, so. Uh, so yeah, man, that's kind of crazy. So I, I, I decided like, after that, like. And not that I think, like, porn itself is bad. I just think that the idea of, like, unrewarded pleasure, it's, it's like, it's like drugs, you know? Like, I think one bad way f- to do drugs is recreationally. And which, which sounds so, like, weird, but say something like mushrooms. I agree with you. Yeah. So say something like mushrooms, right? Like, you kind of you should kind of make it a journey, you know what I mean? Of actual understanding and learning. I agree. I agree. I mean, it's continue. Yeah. Uh, 
So like one way of doing that is like say you go on a hike or something. You know, like you have some a whole plan for the day or you're, you're exercising uh, the muscles. Like you just have to be exercising, be working on something, painting, you're painting and you're on mushrooms. You're, you know, uh, I, I just think it's, it's toxic to use drugs um, recreationally. Definitely, this has always been kind of my argument too. Is that you know you should use it as um, as a guide, as a tool that you should go in with some sort of purpose. Um, otherwise, if you don't use it with a purpose, it can lead you to you know thinking this is somehow a solution. Yeah, exactly. You you know yeah just a just a general problem. It mm. it, it, it shouldn't be a solution to like just general depression. It should be a solution to something very specific, mm. which mm. is to say you should always think of specific solutions rather than just you know general general solutions to general problems. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So rather you're you're focusing on a particular task, a particular challenge. And then you're working through it, like, yeah, that yeah. that's so much better, man. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, the trick is to have like some sort of end goal, like that will kind of um sort of map out what you should solve for and what you should just ignore, because mm. you're gonna constantly thrown with problems every day of your life. Like, you just have to know what what is like real train smash and what is just you know. Exactly, exactly. And even when you get a real train smash, it's not really a real train smash because, uh, you know what I mean? Like, even even if it is a real train smash, sorry, you still have to sort through the wreckage, you know, save as I mean, much as you can. Yeah, exactly. Like, save, save as much life as you can and, like, fucking move on, you know, fix, fix the... Fix the train tracks and and like, then get back, like get back on it. Yeah, I mean they like pilot the plane while it's I don't know crashing or something. There's a there's a saying there where you like I don't know fix the plane while it's flying or something. But yeah, that's all I get. It's just to you know, you know keep moving as long as you're alive. You know you get another day to fight sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, man. So definitely. Never, never take on anything that like it's. Once again, you know, I've been watching a lot of like business oriented stuff. So I, I mean, there's a few principles that I've like taken. Is you know, you should always take on assets more than you take on you know stuff that makes puts you in debt. Mm-hmm. So like, never take on something that's gonna take away a lot from your time, or from your life. Yeah, time. Um, take time. on stuff that adds to your life. Yeah, and um. There's this whole thing about the compounding effect of working on something consistently. Mm. You know, the more you invest in something, it doesn't just add up linearly. It adds up exponentially because every time you put in, you know, effort into it, it just like multiplies. Yeah, that's real talk, man. That's real talk. Yeah, and and you know, one thing I kind of love about like life is that. Sometimes, sometimes you don't, you don't come through these things, or at least you don't necessarily take advice when it's given, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Sometimes 
you'll Not take it in the form of just a conversation that you heard. And sometimes you have to go yeah. through the shit. The shit? Yeah. To actually get to what you need to get to. I don't know. I don't know how yeah. we got on this tangent exactly about life. But I feel like it's it's a very sweet note to end. Fair enough, yeah. 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 Thank you for so something very specific to something very abstract. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, something very specific. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll probably call you another time for the podcast. I don't know. Hmm? Yeah, man. It's really unfortunate that we lost all that other recordings, you know? Yeah, it is. It is. Some, some real, like, nuggets of value. Yeah, like, like some the audience members, yeah. the, the two cousins that listen in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but also, uh, also the way I see it, maybe the universe was just not ready to hear that right now. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it, everything happens for a reason. Maybe I wasn't supposed to expose my plans. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not just yet. Shit. That's, that's some, some yeah. nice things over there. Yeah, I mean, I know right now. So, I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm hella excited for your future, man. You guys should stay, stay tuned on this man. This man is, uh, he's, he's a pretty, pretty brilliant mind. God, um, I'm speaking like I'm the one who's hey, like speaking hey. at 2am. Hey, bro, I'm still awake. I'm still thinking about life, dude. <laughs> it's hard to sleep. Hey, man. Um. Let me just plug myself real quick. Yeah, go if ahead. If you want to see me just put out random stuff, um, Instagram is a really good place to catch me right now because that's like where I'm making all my like ideas public in a way. Like I try not to curate it too much, but like a lot of my advisors are telling me curate it a bit more. So like I'm trying to find a balance. But anyway, um, Oxywears, that's A U X. H-E-A-T-W-E-S Heatwears on Instagram. I'm also on SoundCloud. I have a tape that dropped last year and I'm going to be dropping some new music soon. A new mixtape coming soon. So Heatwears on SoundCloud. Uh, if you just want to see me mess around with music, check uh, SoundCloud. Um, also, uh, T-K-O-O-J T-K-O-O-J that's the king of orange shoes some pretty interesting random stuff there um, yeah stay tuned got a lot of stuff coming oh and uh, Tumblr T-K-O-O-J as well I'm trying to make that into my website for now because I'm trying not to pay for a website because I don't have all the resources of being in a European country like my boy chits hey man don't talk about it like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey but yo uh Thanks for joining me, man. We started with a plug. We're ending with a plug. Thank you so much yeah. for having me here. Like, no, man. The ability to talk for a long time is, is a real blessing, and I, and I really appreciate you letting me do that. Hey, man. I like, I like what you have to say. I like what you have to say. Uh, I like what you have to say. <laughs> hey, man, yo, this is... Hey, let's let's, let's take this off the air. Let's <laughs> what do you drag <laughs> after this, man? What do you drag after this? Meet me at... The corner, the corner, the the corner, hey, the corner uh, store. yeah, the corner store in Fiji. You know what I mean? Like, hey, yeah. IG. Some young gun. I'm grog. Hey man, yeah. I will talk to you soon. Peace. Right, Peace.
Yeah, so that was the first episode of the new style. I mean, <laughs> ah, I quite enjoyed that. I hope you did. Let us know. Let me know if you guys have anything to say about anything that we spoke about, anything at all. Yeah, hit, hit me up. Hit me up. That is Chit Sound on Twitter. C H Y T S O U N D. And. Yeah, I mean, you know me. I do. I have to plug my music. I mean, I've got, I've got, I've got an EP out. I've got two EPs out. One's just on SoundCloud, but the other is on Apple Music and Spotify. Just search the name C H Y T S. You'll find me. You'll find me. I hope you have an amazing evening, morning, or afternoon, wherever you are. And yeah, see you next time.